We are live right now. Hey, real quick, this show is brought to you by Wadproof. Wadproof recently launched Bionic, which is a program to help pro members improve their mobility and range of motion while becoming a better overall athlete. Wadproof Bionic tracks and analyzes movement in real time with the goal of providing unique mobility plans for each user. This show is also brought to you by X Endurance. X Endurance is a sports supplement approved by Informed Sport for professional athletes. So if you are an athlete that gets drug tested, you can rely on X Endurance and the quality of their products. We're really grateful for our sponsors, but what we're more grateful for is our next guest, Alex Gazan. Wow. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Hey, um, you know, last weekend was a good weekend. Uh, we're coming off of like five days out from Granite Games. How are you feeling? Really good. I feel like, I don't know, it's weird to just go from like so much adrenaline and so much everything to like nothing. Like, because we're out of the gym this week, you know, like yeah. not doing much. So it's just like weird. Yeah, it's. I would even say, um, I was talking to a group of buddies of mine. We have, uh, like me and four guys have this group chat we've had for years and we've all stayed in touch. And, um, and we were talking about like, you know, cause I was at back-to-back semifinals and of course I didn't compete, but I'm there. I'm like running the media side, the operation side of, for, for underdogs. And, and so, um, leaving and coming home was almost like depressive. You know what I mean? It was like mm-hmm. just all the hype back to back. Right. So it's like, there's this chemical imbalance. It's like you partied for, for you, like you partied <laughs> for three straight days and now you're yeah. like coming off. Um, yeah. does it feel like that yeah. for you? It was like Monday, Tuesday, like you're happy, but you're also like, yeah, Something I feel weird. like Monday was like I was still pretty like on a high, like because your phone's like blowing up, like you have all these yeah. fun pictures to look through, um, and like you don't want to be in the gym or anything, so it's like you're just fine chilling. And then, like I feel like yesterday and today, I'm kind of like antsy, like okay, like I want to train, but I know I shouldn't like go train because you want to like make sure your mind's good going into next week. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I'm super glad to like come at least hang out with Jake. He's working, so I'm like twiddling my thumbs while he's working. But when he's back, it's like nice to spend time with him. Awesome. And for for the audience, for a little context, Alex is an underdogs athletics athlete. She trains in Las Vegas. She and if you're if you don't follow CrossFit, then you wouldn't know this. But if you do, you, I'm sure you know this. But she recently uh, got fourth place at the Granite Games this past weekend and qualified for her first CrossFit Games, which in our world is huge deal right only 40 men and 40 women qualify for this out of the 500,000 people or so that do the crossfit open um so it's something that people live and die by and alex qualified and uh at 20 years old and so um and also for the audience jake is her husband that's working today apparently yeah sorry um no you're good you're good that's a little bit of my job, but, um, and you and I know each other, so you're not really thinking about the audience right now. Um, so when you, when they, you know, when you, you know, cause what they do after the competition is like first, second, third is usually pretty obvious. Um, fourth and fifth, depending on how that last event goes, like you never really know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they said fourth place, Alex Kazan, you're going to call, do you remember how you feel? Like, could you put it into words? Uh, I guess. So. Yeah, I'll try. Um, I knew I had to like get a significant number of points over either Emily or Chloe to qualify. Um, And like kind of how I talked about before the event, like you can't control what they do. So like crossing the finish line, I was like, I did absolutely everything I could do. Like I won that event and I was like super excited. Um, I figured, or like at least hoped it was enough to be fifth. But when they called me fourth, I was like, whoa, like it was kind of like, nice to have the relief right away instead of having to wait for the fifth yeah yeah that's so cool um so kind of you know like i mentioned this is of course a podcast with crossfit athletes but we like to talk about your story outside of crossfit and it'll be interwoven because the majority of your life at this point is you know (laughs) crossfit um but with that being said you know if you were to sum up your life story in maybe two to three minutes alex what would it sound Mm. like that's a good one. Um, I grew up pretty fast. My parents like struggled with substance abuse, like growing up. And so I like really turned to athletics for like my getaway. Um, I did just pretty much all the sports growing up, stuck with lacrosse through high school. 
Um, my se junior, senior year is when I got introduced to CrossFit. Um, I also met Jake at the gym. So it was kind of like around that time, my whole life just kind of like did a 180 and I was all in with CrossFit. I ended up getting married at 18 with Jake. And now my life looks like training, work, uh, and that's it. <laughs> Love it. And um, did a great job of wrapping that up probably in nine, 90 seconds. Um, where, are you, where were you born? Uh, Hood River, Oregon. Oregon. So it's like an hour out of Portland. Small town. Okay. Hood River? Mm hmm What a name. Yeah. Um, well, it's like on the river <laughs> and off of Mount Hood. So got it. That okay, that yeah. makes more sense though. Um, yeah. how long were you there? Like, did you born, raised there, go to high school and then leave from there? Yeah, so I was born and raised in Hood River. I lived for like a year in another town in Oregon called Bend. Um, but otherwise there until I got married and then um, moved to Vegas. Got it. And you used to train in Oregon with a couple other CrossFit Games athletes, right? Yeah, I got so lucky. So um, in my hometown, a couple athletes opened up their own gym, uh, Reagan Huckabee, Karen McAdam, and then another master's athlete at the time, Christine Wells. So they opened up their own gym. So it was those three girls. And uh, I was introduced yes. to CrossFit by some of the best. So it was really, really nice. Yeah. It's a great place to start. Um, when you yeah. first started, was it relatively easy for you or were there like some things that were easy and other things that were just completely foreign? Um, I like, I've always been strong. So like the front squat, like all the brute strength stuff. So like just regular lifting was good for me. Um, and then I did lacrosse. So like I had a decent engine um, but in the beginning, like the gymnastics element was hard for me, like toes to bar and chest to bar and muscle ups. And then, of course, Olympic lifting, my mobility is a work in progress. So I couldn't even overhead squat a barbell for like a month. Yeah, it's like over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel that. Um, Alex, if you were a character in any movie, who would you be? Oh, that's a good question and i don't know the answer um let me think on that can we come back to it yeah we'll, we'll circle back okay okay um i might narrow down the movies to make it a little easier yeah, but i figured i'd see where we help. get um okay what um describe yourself in three words what would they be mm. i would say i am very optimistic sometimes to the point of be naive. Um, I have, let's see, I'm very dedicated. And I'd say I'm very kind. That will be my three. Yeah, I would agree. And I had thought about that a minute ago. Um, your, I would say your abundant level of kindness. Um, when you're you mentioned that last scout at Granite Games, you knew you had to like, beat chloe and you had to you had to beat someone else but i also know how friendly you are and how kind and i think <laughs> some of these people are probably your friends even if they weren't before the weekend um how does yeah. that feel as someone who knows like you have to go out there and like especially the last event like you have to crush some of these competitors in order to to punch your ticket but you're also really yeah. kind you know what i mean so how do you manage that balance is it like hey i love them but i also mm. love my career more or like how do you justify that kind of um I guess the aggression it needs to win that. Yeah, that, that I feel. I feel like the best way to go about it is just to constantly like when it comes to the actual workouts, like you're just thinking about yourself. Like I'm doing my best. I don't really ever go into it like, oh, I'm gonna crush this person. Like I want to beat so and so. It's more yeah. like I can't control if they get two minutes or ten minutes. Like they're gonna do what they're gonna do, but like. I'm going to do my best and should my best be better than them. Like, I think like Chloe, like all Chloe and Fee who both were kind of edged out, they came and gave me hugs right away. Like I'd say the majority of the field is super supportive and we all know that we're striving for that goal. So like, it sucks when you meet friends and you're like, man, like they worked hard, they didn't make it. But I think we're all in a situation where like, we're happy for each other at the same time. Yeah. Um, 
Love that. Well, um, you know, there's like it's been said at some point, especially, you know, when you begin to compete in the CrossFit games, like um, it, that those niceties kind of go out the window. So I'm, um, uh, have you thought about that at all? Like how that might change in the future, if at all? I mean, cause for example, you got people like Noah, who he's not changing. Like, Noah's just such yeah. a nice guy. I don't think it has to change. I think like there's no reason you can't be nice and respectful outside of the competition floor. And like, it's not per- like, I don't know. It's not personal. Like everyone's, it's your own goal. Like, I don't know. I don't think yeah. I'll change. And if I do change, I want someone to whip my butt. Like that's, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Noted. Um, uh, I was going to say something. Oh, I actually thought about this and, and I think morning chocolate or someone posted about it recently, but um, how do you feel about when you're like on the floor, especially for example, this rope climb event, which it didn't really happen at granite games, but, or that I, that I remember where like someone's struggling to finish an event and all the athletes that have finished come and like cheer that person on. How do you feel oh, yeah. about that? That was an interesting. I saw that post that you're referring to and I have mixed feelings about it because I don't know, like you're doing everything that you can as an athlete to like do your best. And so, yes, like the encouragement and support is nice, but like, if you can't do it, for example, like, especially with a rope climb, like if you're at the point of failure, all the cheers in the world aren't going to get you up the rope. Like you have to wait till your biceps and your arms will allow you to. So I feel like in that situation, it would not be great. Cause you're kind of like, sorry guys, like let me down. Yeah. 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 Um, maybe if, on my own maybe time. Maybe it's more right. like a gr- yeah maybe if it's more like a grindy like you're just chipping away at burpees or something i don't know i have mixed feelings like i think encouraging one encouraging one another is important but if you don't know that preference of an athlete that i just kind of stay away because i don't want to like make them feel uncomfortable yeah that makes sense that's how i would be and i've thought a lot about it but i'm like you know i've never competed on that that type of stage like I've played other types of sports yeah. but I've never been in that so I can't I'm like you know my opinion is really irrelevant because I've never been in that situation yeah you know what I mean like I've definitely been yeah. in workouts in the gym with friends and those friends are like come on Jared and I'm like oh keep keep doing that you know like yeah but these are well, my friends and like I know yeah, I'm not think- better than them anyway so it's not offensive that they beat me it's like oh it's normal like yeah cool. like in training like you have to get the work done and like you're just trying to get better um and if you have a shitty workout like it sucks and then you move on but like in a competition it's a little more like man like you're probably upset like or embarrassed and yeah i don't know maybe in a competition it's different yeah um what is your earliest childhood memory that's a good question um my earliest childhood memory uh i remember like being really really young like maybe three and like having a hello kitty birthday cake like that's a pretty early memory nice. <laughs> um i don't know like i i feel like i blocked out like a lot of my young childhood uh i, I remember that. oh school i remember my first day of kindergarten i went to a bilingual um elementary school and so my first day of kindergarten was in spanish and i remember being like scared out of my mind <laughs> Uh, that's an early memory uh, yeah that's an interesting yeah. one so like the whole day was in Spanish mm-hmm. so the town that I'm from um there's a lot of like uh Spanish-speaking communities so like a ton of kids would either go into elementary school not speaking English or not speaking Spanish uh and so they developed this program called Dos Mundos where uh one day of school is in English and the next day is in Spanish so we're learning like our ABCs and our counting and our math, like in English and Spanish. Um, wow. It was really cool. Really, really That's cool. pretty interesting. Do you see, do you speak Spanish fluently or did you back then? I spoke it very fluently back then. I'd say out of high school, like I haven't had any sort of practice or people to talk to. So now like I'm more conversant. I can talk and like not sound super white <laughs> and yeah. like, get my point across but like off to pause and like think of some stuff if i'm like actually having a conversation that's so interesting i've never heard of something like that mm-hmm. um what was one of your proudest moments as a kid as a kid um like what age like just growing up proudest accomplishments moments um you could 
I mean, you're still pretty young, so it could be a couple of years ago, you know? Uh, that's a good question. I'd say like, if we just in general, like, uh, man, I don't know. I, I, it has to be sports related. I'm sure. I feel like maybe just like in a broader sense, I'm like really proud of like not kind of giving up or letting my circumstances at home affect my school or my sports. Um, oh, this is a proud one. I remember buying my car all on my own and I was very proud of that as a Heck high yeah. schooler. Yeah, was that the, the car you drive right now? Yeah, a little Honda. So, is, so you've, well. had, you've had one car? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess now that I'm married, the like truck is also mine, but I mean, I've personally had one car. Yeah. Wow. I've had like 20 cars. So nice. Good, good for you. I think by the time I was 20, I was on like my fifth car, which is not due a brag. To, like, is it just, due to like wrecking it or just because you wanted more cars or different cars? Yeah. I had five at the same time. No, um, <laughs> no. Like my first one was like uh, $600 or $800, 93 Ford Thunderbird. Um. I'll make a long story short. It had a bug infestation. So I had to bug bomb it every oh, night no. and like vacuum it every morning before school. But it had a CD player and that's all that really mattered. And so um, then I traded that in like six months later for a 94 Zuzu Rodeo. And then the power steering went out, which doesn't mean it couldn't drive. I just, it just sucked driving. And then uh, I got a Cadillac DeVille like a year later because i was rolling in the dough at the time and uh not really but kind of and then that blew up like the engine blew up and so then i went without a car for a little while and then financed my first car um and then that car got stolen and i got a camera oh no so uh just really like yeah bad bad luck and bad decisions mixed together yeah Um, oh boy a whole lot of those when I was a teenager, but um, we, you, you think you're ready to circle back to what character you would be? Let's do this. If you were a cartoon character, who would you be? Oh, cartoon! All the cartoon movies that are popping into my mind are like just like Disney movies, um, which could work. I just got to think of all of them. Uh, what's the um? It's, is it brave like the girl with the, like the curly hair oh yeah like I think Ireland. That, yeah um, she like goes and like shoots her bow and stuff maybe her <laughs> alex can you pull her up Soroka. yeah <clears throat> one second um let's see because i think i've seen in our group chat like danielle sent that before because you do have some some strong hair um it's tamed right now but uh yeah I can see that. Can you see this? That's pretty fair. Is that what you're talking about, right? Yeah. 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 yeah except you don't have like you're, I mean, you're, you do kind of have like hints of strawberry blonde, but not really. It's no, like, a it's definitely brunette. brown, like, but it's big. Like it, it, she'll, she'll fluff up. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah. No, that's fair. Have you watched that movie? Uh, I have, where she like goes and is trying to save the town. Or... I haven't seen it, so I don't. I missed it. So, um, what's the most trouble you've ever been in? Oh, <laughs> the one that I remember the most, like that actually like really irked me. Um, I, my friend Nina and I, like back in middle school, we like snuck some boys over because we were camping out in her backyard and my parents like didn't really care much about the parenting plan like if I was with my mom and wanted to go to my dad's like she wouldn't care vice versa um but my mom had a trip planned over my dad's weekend to go to Silverwood or Six Flags like one of the amusement parks and I really wanted to go and after that like my dad was like nope you can't go like that's on my weekend and I was grounded for so long and just like, I just remember being miserable. I was like, so upset. Uh, that's probably the most trouble I got into. I like, wasn't really that troublesome. I don't know. Not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. 
what was your favorite uh, subject in high school or like in school in general? P. <laughs> does that count? <laughs> yeah, uh, it does. I mean, I don't know if it's a subject anymore, but um, health, PE, uh, other like on the actual like academic side, probably math. I wasn't a fan of English or like any of that stuff. Got it. And you currently, I mean, you're you're working part time, right? Would you say like part time or mm-hmm. full time? Yeah, part time, like not forty hours. Yeah, so and you're definitely part time. So you're coaching at Camp Rhino, Rhino CrossFit here in Vegas. Both locations mm-hmm. or just the north? Or uh, mainly the, the north, north location. Mainly the north location, and then I'll just like sub at the south sometimes. Got it. And aside from that, um, of course, you got your sponsors, but do you do any other work like online coaching or anything like that? Um, I do online nutrition coaching. Uh, like as it comes up, it's not like a, I don't have a ton of clients in that space. But uh, otherwise, yeah, that coaching, um, personal training. Uh, and then I feel like now we're spending so much time training that I don't have time for anything else. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah. especially we don't want to qualify for the CrossFit games. Now it's like you can, it's a legitimate career pursuit. Um, yeah. Not that it's not if you're a semifinal athlete, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Um, with, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, if you weren't pursuing competitive CrossFit, where would you see yourself like career wise? Uh, I really wanted to be a teacher, like either a health and physical education teacher or something along those lines. Um, that's what I originally started to go to school for. Um, yeah, probably that. I think that'd be really fun. And like, it's a good job and it's very rewarding at the same time. What was your first uh, job as a kid? Mm, I worked at a little local like burger place called The Ranch. And I was a dishwasher that was at 14. I mean, babysitting before that, but at 14, I was a dishwasher there. And I worked there for a while until I got a job in a different kitchen. But it was a better kitchen job. Yeah. Dishwashing is humble beginnings for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We did it. And how long did you do that? You said a couple of years? Yeah. Wow. Kudos to you. I mean, that's hard work. Like, it's not easy to be back at the house in the oh kitchen. Oh, my gosh. Like, um, yeah, I wear... always tell No, ahead, I didn't have ahead. to wear a hairnet. Did you so ask hair me must to wear a hairnet? Like... Yeah. I just I mean, put it you have... in a little... Okay. Because it's like, so humid back. Like, it's just so moist back there. You know what I mean? So, like, the whole yeah. time you're in behind, a, like, a dish pit. Did you have one of those big dishwashers? Like, those freaking the like big where you just slide the thing in and slide it out yeah yeah Yeah. i don't miss doing that um dude food service like sucks food service is hard and (laughs) tired yeah yeah no i mean that's why like if i ever eat out which i it's not like i don't I, i do often right but um and people complain about service i'm like man i just i know the service isn't that great but I'm not going to like complain too much because there's so many things that take place to get yeah, me this like, meal. Like there's the dish people in the back, there's the line cooks, there's yeah all the things. And it's like, this could happen anywhere. Like maybe they were literally waiting on a dish because the dish yeah. pit was too backed up because the dish guy called out and there's only one when there needs to be two. And it's like, there's so many things and this waitress is getting blamed for it. You know, it's like, totally poor totally. girl uh, or guy. Um, yeah. So, but that's, um, you know, I remember like when I was a kid, uh, especially as a guy, like dishwashing or something was like the first job for, for most guys while the girls were, were babysitting. Um, and babysitting was typically way more money. Like I'm making $5 an hour behind a dish pit and like my, my stepsister's making 12 bucks an hour babysitting. I'm like, why can't I babysit? You know, like I'd rather do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what made you not want to yeah. keep babysitting, babysitting and go was- to the dish pit? Uh, I did babysit a lot. I just also wanted like babysitting's inconsistent, right? Like you don't know when they're gonna yeah, need, like a date night. So, yeah, that makes. Sense. I did both. I worked a lot when I was younger. I like look back to like my freshman year of high school, and I'm like, I don't think I could ever do as much as I did that year. <laughs> like, I took pretty much every single class that I could. Like, I had two math classes or whatever. Like, pushed really hard academically. I think I had like two jobs. Like, did sports. I was like. There's no way. Like right now I'd be so lazy. I'd be like, no, 
Yeah, sometimes I mean when you when you're geared towards something, but now it's like I get that it you know because as a professional athlete, not only do you have to train a lot, but you have to recover a lot, which means you can't be doing a ton of other things, um, yeah. like even physically yeah. and mentally. Like you need that recuperation, so it makes totally. sense. But I like I'm saying like especially out of out of high school, like working two full time jobs, going to school full time. I'm like man, um, that's a lot. Like you know, I don't know how I. Like now I would just be so drained and I didn't even drink coffee back then. You know, I'm like, what did I do? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Like, I don't remember how that worked for me. There was never a time where I was like, oh, I need another coffee. It was just like, go, 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 go. Yeah. Like drink soda. Maybe I, maybe I drink soda. Did you ever drink soda? Uh, growing up, I did like as a kid, but not in like high school. You, um, I mean, you're super healthy now and you're you came into this sport with a lot of like you said brute strength or raw strength did you do bodybuilding or physique or anything like that um my dad was really into bodybuilding uh when I was in high school so I would like go with him but I only did like leg day like I didn't want to get big big arms very ironic um like I do like the cardio on the elliptical or the stair machine and then do whatever he had for leg day. So I had like a little bit of background in the weight room. Um, and then in high school, my sophomore year, I started doing like the lifting class that's like taught by the football coach and you do like the bench press, power clean, back squat cycle. Yeah. Uh, so I did that. And that was like a big intro to lifting as well. Before you, um, so considering you avoided a lot of the upper body stuff until maybe that your, your sophomore, junior year in high school. Um, what do you think? Cause what did you bench press in quarterfinals? 248. <laughs> like, do you think that's genetic or did, did you like turn a corner and start working on your pressing strength after high school or like, um, I think half and half. Like if I look through old lacrosse pictures in like middle school, elementary school, like I always had like not buff arms, but like I had little cut shoulders, like as a kid, um, and like I was always really good when we had to do push-ups. Like I was always good at them. Um, so I think like the genetic side of it for sure. And then like once I started working on it, it just kind of was multiplied fast. It. Yeah. Did you have a nickname growing up, or do you have a nickname now that I don't that I don't know about? Not really. My full name is Alexandra, so I guess Alex is already a nickname. Um, <laughs> I don't know. My mom calls me punky, but that's about it. Got it. Yeah, no, we won't we won't push for that publicly. Um <laughs> what how do you feel about like uh being a competitive CrossFit athlete with a sports background, right? Because there's you know, there's a lot to say about like athletic development and other sports prior to coming to CrossFit. Um do you think that that's something that weighs heavily on your ability to be a great CrossFit athlete? Or do you think that you could, cause for example, we've got a lot of teenagers, like young teenagers that are jumping straight into CrossFit instead of playing football, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, swimming. Yeah, um, I think there's two sides to that coin. I think a lot of it can be really beneficial for CrossFit. Like you have people that were like gym, gymnasts and swimmers, um, or whatever sports like do translate directly into CrossFit. Um, I think that's really beneficial. I played lacrosse. Like that was my thing. I mean, I don't think we'll ever hold a lacrosse stick on the CrossFit field. Hey. I mean, Hey, it'd be fun, but I don't think we ever will. Um, so I don't know. I don't think you really need to have like a gymnastics or swimming background. I think it's helpful. And like people that know how to swim, just know how to swim. And like, it's amazing. Um, so like y'all, like I had to start behind in the gymnastics category or the swimming or whatever. Like I still have to like work on all those things, whereas maybe some people don't. But I wouldn't change anything. Like I think it's super important for kids to make memories. Like on a team, you learn so much stuff, like how to be a good teammate, how to be a good athlete, like hand-eye coordination, just things that like maybe CrossFit doesn't teach you. Um and I think there's a good chance of getting burned out if you start so young. And granted, there's going to be outliers. Like Mal started really young and she's like going full in. But I think for the majority of young kids, like that's a long time to stay focused and like keep your body healthy. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it's a lot of work. I mean, it's a lot of physical demand um, mm-hmm. that would is arguably tougher than playing intramural football as a teenager. Oh yeah, um, for sure, for sure. You, uh, who is your favorite? Because I mean, you're you're still a rookie, right? So like a year ago, two years ago, you, I mean, you've made large strides over the past two, three years in the sport. I imagine you're still very much a fan, but also now you're a games athlete. Who's your favorite athlete in the sport? Like who have you looked up to this whole time? Well, after meeting like the girls at the gym, like when you don't know anyone, like you just say like, Oh, like, I don't know. I feel like everyone loves like Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Like if you don't know people, cause she's like the sweetheart, like really funny and like fit and really cool. Um, but then of course, like after actually coming to the gym and meeting KP and Bethany and BB, like it's hard not to have those, like them. And like, I miss care. I don't know. I miss Carrie and Bethany so much. I just want them to come back. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily we get to see Carrie like once a week. To but... this, Carrie, yeah. If either of them are listening, please come back. I'm sure they're tuning in live right now. Um, who, Who's your favorite person to compete like with or against? Um, I, that's a good question. I don't know. Everyone was really great at Granite Games. Like it was so fun. All the girls were super sweet and like there was no like bad feelings behind the scenes and like everyone was cracking jokes and like lifting each other up. Um, that was probably like one of my favorite competitions as far as like the women behind the scenes. Like I felt it felt very fun and like good camaraderie. Yeah. That's awesome. That's not always the case at every competition. So, um, you mentioned like, you don't imagine carrying like a lacrosse stick at, at the CrossFit games anytime soon. If you were to like pick an event, right. Because, you know, typically CrossFit games, 15 events, there's always a unique one. Um, a couple years back, there was like the battleground, like the, um, obstacle course right a really interesting event if you could choose anything unique like that what would it be that's a good question um i feel like it couldn't be something like lacrosse because it's not fair like if i show up and have like eight years of experience with my stick and like i can like twiddle it around like that's not fair so yeah i think stuff like an obstacle course or like all that stuff is really fun. I don't have it. I guess they did like the biking that one year and that was new. Um, that's a good question. Uh, probably an obstacle course of some sort. I don't know. I feel like. I love the I'm obstacle course. Like I'm definitely all for yeah. watching the obstacle course. Yeah. I don't know when the last time you watched that was, but just a reminder, Matt Frazier and Pat Valner, especially Matt fell. fell from the top. Yeah. Yeah, and got like bounced back up and started running. It was like a, it was like an action film where you're like, "There's no way that happens in real life," but it did. Like, boom, and he's running. Yeah. You know, where no, oh. like normally, if you fell from a twelve foot thing, you'd just be like, ah! <laughs> "Like, uh, that was crazy." I'm not saying I want to see that again, but I still want to see another uh, battleground or something. But some thoughts have been like, um, like for example, Christian Harris did the Spartan Race event. Uh, I think it was early this year or late last year. And one of the events was like um, kind of like a sumo wrestling style event where the first person to push the other person like pass a line, like King of the Hill kind of thing. Like I feel like obviously if it was wrestling or if it was boxing, like that's way too specialist and aggressive. But Mm -hmm. um, if it was like tactical maneuvering, like King of the Hill, like that doesn't require like you're not punching each other. There's not a full melting. I'd be curious uh, how they would um, like organize that so that way, like it was fair in regards to like who's going against who and how many times you go back to back. But that could be really fun. I'd be into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I feel like there's gonna there would be a correlation to like the legless rope climb event to this event because it's a lot of like manhandling pretty much. <laughs> so, like, um. I don't know that it would be that fair, but it would still be kind of entertaining. What uh, what's kind of like in short, if you were to give advice to an early CrossFitter, 
um, who wants to be competitive long-term, like what would you, what would be their, your recommendation to them? I would give them the same advice that was given to me that like, like honestly probably kept me like consistently moving forward and not having any burnout feelings. Um, I wanted to go as a teenager. So I started CrossFit in 2016. So I had like one season to like try. Um, and I like missed it by a couple spots and I was like really devastated. And, but prior to like really going for it, Reagan and all the girls sat me down and pretty much told me like, Hey, like we want you to try to go as a teenager. Like that's awesome. Cool. Like we'll support you, but like, don't put all your eggs in that basket. Um, think bigger and think long-term. And I think that could be said for qualifying individual too. Like don't do so much so fast that like you're overtraining or like killing yourself mentally to like go right now. Like if it's going to happen, it's going to happen and like enjoy the process. Um, I feel like that's been the biggest thing that's helped me. Cool. Mm-hmm. Now around goal setting, like aside from, things like CrossFit games, do you set goals? Yeah. I mean, I'm Justin and I talk a lot about this, especially as of lately, like mindset and stuff. Uh, I don't love setting unrealistic goals or expectations. So like with the CrossFit games, like I set that goal, but I didn't put a timeline on it. So I wasn't like, Oh, I want to make the games by 2024 or like whatever. It was more like, I want to make the games and like, however that happens, it happens. Um, or like with lifting, like I want to hit this number or this number, but like there's no time. So I set goals, uh, but I like much more like the process goals. Like my goal is to put all my intention on my technique today or go to sleep at nine o'clock tonight, like things like that. Do you like journal about it? Do you have it in your iPhone notes? How do you, is it all in your head? How do you do that? Mostly in my head, like, have a couple goals on my fridge that like I look at but otherwise it's all in my head okay what about like new year's resolutions are you like an, a yearly goal person or is it just like these, there's these few big things um uh, it's more just like as they come up like I think new year's resolutions are a little overrated like if you want to do something just make it happen um so just when they come up love it if you want to do something just make it happen uh <laughs> I like that um, what about outside of CrossFit? Do you have goals outside of CrossFit? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, like I want to be financially like stable, like and hopefully retire before I'm like really old. So I don't really have a process for this to like retire by 50 if I can. And, um, like I want to be able to support Jake because he's trying to take over his family's business. So like goals outside of CrossFit are just like continue to navigate married life. And um, I don't have any like big goals. Like, Oh, I want to do this or get this degree or anything, but just like happy life. Yeah. Cool. What, uh, if you were to be on a team, who would you want on your team? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I don't want to go on. The worm hurts so bad. Uh, there was like a little. I I don't want to answer this question. I don't know. I feel like there's too many people that I love, and I don't want to hurt feelings. Um, we'll just tell them stop watching at 39 minutes. You you don't want to hurt Raph and Mitch's feelings. Is that what you're saying? Anybody's feelings. But <laughs> they they did really want to go team this year. That's true, and they're still looking for girls. So if there's girls that want to come be on the team uh come to vegas there was like a little talk of carrie maybe coming back for team and i would do that if she came back for team i would be on a team with her Um, that would that would be scary i don't know who the boys would be uh but i would do that cool um do you have like a hero or heroes outside of crossfit like someone that you grew up looking up to or like a character or anything like that uh not really I have like a couple family friends that like I really look up to just like their um like relationship with God and just like who they are as people um 
but I don't really have any like oh like Hannah Montana is my hero like I don't really have anything like that that's mine so I wasn't sure if we we had the same one oh, um, good. I did I did love Hannah Montana I watch all that I probably would still watch it if it was on TV that uh for forgive my ignorance but Hannah Montana is um Miley Cyrus Miley Cyrus right it's so weird that that's yeah. the same person now you know what I mean like <laughs> what happened anyways um if you uh let's talk about that for a second you mentioned god you're a christian right have you like have you always been a christian or or how did that come about um i grew up going to church like when i was younger uh my parents took me like so i knew like that god was a thing and like i said i believe in jesus i didn't really know what any of that meant but like i went to church and i got my donut on sundays like very just like open-minded, I guess. Uh, when my parents got divorced and things kind of happened, they stopped going to church. Um, so I never really went. But like, I always like carried the God thing with me. And uh, I'd say in high school is when I met a couple people that really influenced me. And I was like, what does this mean when I'm saying like, I believe in God or like, because uh, I knew like about being like a nice person but like I didn't know what anything else meant so like I really took probably my sophomore junior year to like invest in that and like read about it learn about it and then be about it um so yeah it was probably around then cool and how does that like you know especially in Vegas it's this is not the bible belt um how does it how, what was it like in Oregon like in north you know northern Oregon or in Oregon which is already northern anyways um and in Vegas like how do you live that out like do you find it that is complicated in Vegas or is it is it just like anything else um I would say it's just like anything else like there's gonna be I guess what you call like things outside the lines anywhere you go uh, Vegas just happens to be known for yeah. The alcohol and the partying and the strip um but also like there's so much more to that and i think like a good example is like jesus didn't hang around perfect people he hung around all the imperfect people and like just shared love and i feel like that's the most overrated part about everything is like people hear the word christian and they kind of get off put because there's a lot of like feelings of goody two-shoe like I'm better than you because I believe in God and because I follow these rules. Um, but I feel like people miss the mark because that's not really what it's about. It's not about following the rules. Like, and so I don't know. Vegas doesn't really like where you're at. Doesn't matter. It's just about, like cool. That's really cool. Spread love. Yeah. Yeah. Spread love. Uh, so Alex, this is like the really. <clears throat> this last part of the conversation, there's like some rapid fire questions that I have. And then a couple like deeper okay. questions. I try to just mix them together to keep it fun. But if you were to put anything on a big blank billboard over like the busiest okay. road, you know, what would the billboard say? Uh, probably something cliche, like you are loved or like something like that. That's so funny. Um, you're the third person to say that exact thing. Uh, Amanda Barnhart was one. Oh, really? It would be my, like it would be mine. That's what I would say because yeah. me. I don't remember the other person, so if she's watching. Forgive me. It was another girl, but um, the reason why me and Amanda would say that is because like it, we would rather put like Jesus loves you, but people don't like those. So like just saying yeah. you are loved is an easier way of being like, hey, like yeah. you're loved, you know. Um, so maybe it is cliche, but I like it. So, yeah. uh, but that's so funny. It's the third time on the show. Apparently I just like to bring on really nice people to the show. So, um, if you had to, this is like the opposite question. You, okay. You're not going to like this question. Um, have you ever heard of the trolley <laughs> dilemma? No, but I'm ready for it. My sister-in-law okay. is so cute and asks me all these horrible, would you rather questions? So. All right. Well, here it goes. Um, so imagine you're uh, on a situation where there's a train and you're in control of where the train goes. There's two tracks 
and at the end of one track is five strangers and at the end of the other track is your loved one we'll say jake um Uh, it's got to go one way or the other five strangers (laughs) i thought you were asking yourself that question but you were answering my question right Uh, five strangers it's a hundred strangers what are you doing now That's terrible, Jared. You can't see <laughs> um, I, it's probably a hundred strangers. Hey, that I hope Jake watches this clip. Um, uh, are you are you a reader, Alex? Do you read? Uh, kind of. I don't like read for fun always, but like I like I like like fictional books. Like I like that, but I don't read a lot of like actual smart books what did you say actual smart books <laughs> <laughs> fictional books could be smart what was the last like fictional book you read uh oh i just read actually recently this really good book it was like a murder mystery uh, i don't remember what it was called though i think it's i think it's called like the night swim or something it was really good well that's a movie too i think so it was a good movie. Oh. Um, yeah. Maybe it's from the movie. I don't know. What's your favorite cereal? Ooh, uh, peanut butter puffins. What is that? It's like peanut butter. It's like kind of like Captain Crunch or like a Reese's Puffs almost. But what's the difference? It's like these little squares. They're just, they're really good. Where do you get that from? I've never even seen those. They have them at Sprouts. They have them at Alberton, Whole Foods. So it's they're, like a fancy you know, cereal. You know Barbara's, like the brand Barbara's? Yeah. It's that brand. Okay. Um, yeah. So is it like healthier? I mean, I guess it's panic. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tacos or pizza? It doesn't really make it healthier. But... Oh, um, tacos. Tacos or burgers? Sure. Burgers. <laughs> um how much of your success and maybe not just yours but like we'll just say in general how much of the success in crossfit do you think like if you're looking at like a pie graph how much of that pie graph is hard work and how much of that pie graph is like god-given genetics oh that's a good question and i feel like i talk about this a lot with people because i'm not sure i feel like i know people that work their ass off and like the effort is there 100% and like maybe they fall short and then I know people that like barely do half of what that one person does and are like succeeding by flying colors so man I don't know I feel like I almost want to say like half and half but I do also believe that hard work beats talent it just if you don't have enough of the genetic stuff I don't know that's a good question like for example my bench press like yeah I work out I work hard like I train all the time but before quarterfinals we benched once a week doing like dumbbell single arm bench press in our accessory work like we were on a bench press cycle like and I just was able to do that whereas like snatches for me I have to work my ass off like three days a week whatever i can barely do it whereas like some people just get it and they can, i don't know i think it's half and half okay 50 50 it is um mm-hmm. beach or mountains the beach yeah which beach are you on the west coast or are you going to the east coast um i'm not super familiar with the east coast but i'm going to a i'd like a warm beach Warm beach it is. Um, yes. This, uh, if you could choose between understanding all human languages or being able to talk to all animals, what would you choose? Probably animals. That'd be really cool. <laughs> I already speak Spanish, so like, I don't. Yeah, that's enough. You're good. Um, which animal would you want to talk to the most? Like, what kind of animal? Uh, 
my dog. Aside from your dog. So I could tell him he's not listening and he'd understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a brat. Uh, let's see. That'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to just like know what animals are thinking. Like Jake and I were on a walk yesterday. There's like these fish in a pond. Like what are those fish? Like there's (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. If you if you thought about that, that's hilarious. Um, what are those fish thinking? Yeah, we went to the zoo. uh, Matt and I before Granite Games, and like there's these gorillas. They were just like picking their nose, eating it, like. I don't know like what are they what's going through their minds like are they just yeah what is it what's their conversation like all right alex um i'm gonna let you go after this one i think you might have well there we go okay you're back yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sorry I, someone called me and it cut me off ignore them um i did last one best one alex how do you want people to remember you like obviously way later on down the road my character like how I make them feel like do they leave our interactions feeling like good and uplifted or like eh. that's good I like it hey Alex thanks again for being on the show uh of course I'm so happy for you and your performance this past weekend and everything can I ask you a question yeah yeah with the trolley question I want to know what would you pick um so it's different for me right because i'm one i'm not married so i'm not like uh i know that's like an expression of love that can't be you know what i mean um and i'm not like super close with anyone in my family i mean i do love my family so it is a different question for me i would probably pick the five because there's like there's no one loved one in my in my life i love a lot of people in my life but i don't have like one you know what i mean um yeah so okay. i'd probably pick Fair the five. i would for sure pick the hundred and here's why because there's probably like the next doctor that's going to cure cancer or like the next president or something weird in that hundred um so that's i would for sure pick the hundred the five would be tough uh if i was married i would for sure pick my wife over the five um yeah. or if i had a kid i'd for sure pick my kid over the five but over the hundred yeah. I'm going, I'm going with the hundred. I've I've thought about it. I'll ask you again when you're married. Thank you. Hopefully it's a good enough marriage to where I'm still sticking with my, (laughs) sticking with my original answer. Uh, Fingers crossed. Right. Um, Awesome. Alex, well, when are you coming back to Vegas? Uh, Monday. Okay. I'll see you Tuesday in the gym then. See you. Thanks for being on. We'll see you later, Alex. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, Jared. See you.